Yo. Yo. Yo, my shit's frozen so hard. Are you recording? Um, yeah, as far as I can tell. All right. Well. Um, according to Task Manager, 100% of my disk space is currently being used. Okay. Um, so that's a problem I encountered earlier in the week. Um, I've had, my computer's been crashing over and over and over again. I think it had something to do with a Windows update, maybe. <laughs> Takes too thick out of mouth. All right, so what you got to do here is <laughs> go into the lower left corner with the Windows icon. You pull that bad boy up. Then you click on the gear icon to pull up a uh, Just say settings, menu. Lucas. I, I know what the gear. <laughs> I know what the gear is. Sorry, no, you're helping me. I, I, I apologize. I prostrate myself. Uh, please continue. Should be a button in that menu that allows you to check on updates. You're going to want to click on that. You're going to want to do an update run. Considering what's going on here, you probably got a couple of updates that are happening in the background clogging shit up. So you want to run those on there and, yeah, do a do a restart. Probably a couple of restarts now that I think about it, and that should have you good to go. Welcome back to the IT cast featuring Lucas, the computer master, and Andrew, a, a literal fucking medieval <laughs> peasant. I feel like I, I gotta get this in super quick. Uh, quarantine cast episode fucking 80 right god damn Ugh. 80 Ugh. <laughs> too many too many days in quarantine uh episode 80 of the quarantine cast sponsored by voluntary viewing recorded on july 7th 2020 uh ryan ryan is on assignment and that's a shame because this is definitely a conversation we should probably have with him at some point or it'd be fun if we had his insight but whatever if we could rebrand this podcast as something else, what do you think would be a fun direction to go in? The uh, the quarantine cast or the main podcast? Or like Either, the, both. The voluntary viewing LLC. The entire voluntary viewing extended universe. Uh, when you say rebrand it, do you mean like just add an extra layer of production and turn it into kind of like a better version of itself or you mean just like transform it into an it podcast or whatever oh, fucking so you, thing. you mean essentially just like delete this podcast and start a new one what would we do well we wouldn't be deleting it because you know we got a pretty 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 decent uh base we could uh use for our next endeavor this would be like yeah, what 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 direction would we want to spin off in and then make the main shtick? Um Combat Ancient Combat Simulation Podcast. Is that a video game or are you talking about that it's, one it's, TV show that made Spike TV relevant when we were in high school? No, 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 no. Although that was fun. Um, <laughs> Deadliest it called, Warrior, like, right? Deadliest Warrior. I was yes. going to say Ultimate Warrior, but it is Deadliest Warrior. Nice job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My one superpower, remembering obscure TV shows. Um, no, like there's a, a genre of video game where uh, it's so boring. It's It's only, it is literally only entertaining when you can find people that shit talk it and then do like totally outrageous things in it. 
but it's like the, uh, you've got 30 points, and this type of unit is worth one point, and this unit's worth three. You know, are you going to set up a line of archers or go all in for infantry with a troll? <laughs> you know, th- th- dumb shit like that. And then you just watch. You basically just, like, click things onto a map and then, like, set people up and then press play and then watch it. I um, Fuck, I don't mean to shit talk a game that, like, I genuinely enjoyed watching uh, with you, Ryan, and Ian yesterday, but... Is that super different from like a uh, league simulation thing in Madden? No, um, <laughs> no, not in its in its base parts. No. Okay. Um, but that is originally what I thought because I almost said we're going to do a Madden simulation podcast Ooh. because because that would be very boring, um, which is funny. Boring things are funny. Write it down. Um, <laughs> and then I thought like, wait. What's something that's, like, worse than that? Like, just take it a couple steps farther, and then I remember that those games exist. And I feel like there's people out there that get, like, really into it. Like, no, man, Gandalf could totally take on, like, 30 World War II snipers. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. um, He does does get a second life, essentially. So, yeah. mm. But okay. I, I want it to be, you know, how like Ryan and I have argued over like the simulations for Madden, which is just, it's the nerdiest thing in the world, <laughs> it, except it is perfectly covered up by the premise of it being sports. Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's, you know, it's that old meme where it's like, like, oh, look at you nerd walking down the street, playing your video game, reading your comic books. Oh yeah. What are you into? Football and he's like, yeah, man, like Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback. He threw for like seven thousand yards in his first two seasons, and he's he's got a four point three to one touchdown interception ratio. Like, fu- like, wow, shut the fuck up, you nerd. <laughs> and it's that that meme has existed in many forms. Yes, but it's it's basically that. But but take that, but without the cover of sports. <laughs> I, that was a really well thought out and expanded upon answer. Thank you for that. I think it's a thing that like if people, if you were someone that was into it, yes. it's something that would give you like tons and tons of material to talk about and go on forever and argue and that sort of thing. That being said, there's nobody that would be entertained by that. No, it it is. Not, very- and, and I would not enjoy doing it. It would very much be the caliber of the hosts and... For as much fun as I think we would have with it and, like, playing up those characters, I don't—I I, I don't think we could do it as well as people who are—just anyone who's played Dungeons and & Dragons and is into the uh, NFL. Yeah. They could do a I better mean, job than we Imagine could. a board game podcast. You know how those are mm-hmm. a thing? Imagine a board game podcast, but, like, just with nerds arguing. <laughs> <laughs> I— I feel like that type of all board game podcasts. Um, I feel like being uh, a couple of white men in our mid uh, mid twenties. Jesus Christ, we're in our mid twenties. Um, I feel like we just have enough knowledge from the ether that we could probably fake our way through a men's wellness podcast. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. That is a good one. 
Hey guys, welcome to the KingCast. Today we're going to talk about... Oh, Oh, that's really bad. Today we're going to talk about the do's and don'ts of protein supplements. Here's what you need to do. Here's here's what you need to know to get those gains and keep them coming. Well, that's been episode 39 of the KingCast. Make sure you turn tune in next week for episode 40 when we talk about how you're doing tricep lifts wrong. <laughs> it wouldn't just be exercise, but it, it would mostly be exercise. It would most uh, men's health is almost exclusively exercise and sex. <laughs> do you do you think men's health like and like I'm sure it's something that comes up of, like every once in a while but do you think men's health is like actually consistently being like here is how to make sure that you don't have high blood pressure <laughs> and like does diabetes run in your family here's what to look out for like no it's like fuck better and get huge Sponsored by whatever dick pill is Hims. popular now. <laughs> Roman. Hymns. Some other shit. I don't know. Fucking Vicodin. Why, why, why reinvent the wheel? It's just a podcast, but like... What, Vicodin? Do you mean Viagra? Yes, damn it. I always... <laughs> in the moment, I always get them confused. Oh, man. <laughs> Yes. Although I would imagine sex on Viagra would be pretty good. Whatever. Turns out, actually, if you crush up and snort Vicodin before working out, you can't feel the pain of your muscles tearing. So just go fucking nuts. This episode has been brought to you by the recently opened Brett Favre Museum. Tune in next week when we talk about, is your girlfriend cheating on you? And why you should be more paranoid and act like a huge dickhead. (laughs) And when we come back from the break, here's everything you need to know about eating pussy. Short answer, don't. Don't. Fucking A, man. (laughs) Should we just stop the podcast now? I don't know if we can top this. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Uh, Anything going on in the news that we can become frustrated by? Um, Well, I mean, always. Like, literally always. But um, if you want to hear some good news instead, uh a local court ordered the Dakota Access Pipeline to be shut down by the beginning of August. Hey! Uh, pending, like, for the purpose of an extensive environmental review, so there's still a chance that they could mm-hmm. weasel their way out of it and get things back going. But there was another pipeline, uh, I think it was a French pipeline, but, like, in America, that was going to do the same sort of shit, and when the court ordered... Uh, that the Dakota Access Pipeline be shut down, at least temporarily. Uh, that pipeline just canceled their plans, like, altogether. They said, nope, never mind. We are not going to do this thing, which is good. So hopefully we can teach these fuckers a lesson. Yeah. Give indigenous people, like, at least some semblance of rights over their own land. <laughs> and not just poison people with oil in their water. God damn it. I, it really is the 
fucking same same story slightly different nouns when it comes to the u.s government the fucking white people dealing with native americans like oh yeah here you can have this land until we need to fucking do something with it yeah basically and not not even like people always say like oh they made a deal and like this is the deal they worked out and like obviously they got shafted but no that's that's not what it is it's they told them basically we're taking your land and we'll let you live somewhere else and then they went there and said never mind we're taking this shit back and don't even think about fighting back or we'll kill all of your women it's just it's such a disgusting like couple hundred years i don't even want to say like a like a disgusting time in history because it's Still, still happening. Fucking, still fucking going on. Yeah. But like, it's just been nonstop for the last like five hundred years. I, and yeah, and everywhere. This is this is not just an American thing. Like, obviously, America does it best because we suck. Mm. But, like, it's it's literally everywhere. I... <laughs> We're we're fucking debating levels of mass atrocity, but I don't know, man. UK no, British I do, I do. Empire they they were pretty good about uh, that the colonial shit. God damn it! Just I feel like there's no possible way to like compare these atrocities because no matter how bad you like like put forward like a past incident someone is always going to be able to find one that is somehow worse. Right, but it, 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 all of them are so far beyond the threshold of abhorrence that it doesn't even matter. Yeah, God damn it, dude. Um, I just, I wanted this to be a positive thing and I sucked myself into the <laughs> every, everything sucks mode again. Um, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's shit, man. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I kind of have a thing if you want to make fun of some dumbass, quote-unquote, intellectuals. I do. Cool. So in uh, Harper's Magazine, um, a bunch of, uh, like, uh, professors, authors, writers, um, intellectuals, whatever, uh, posted an open letter that's... I'm not... I'm not even sure how to describe it. I'll link it to you right now. Essentially, they're saying that even in the current, with the current political climate, we are reaffirming our belief in ensuring like open debate and a free exchange of ideas in intellectual spaces, which is a really weird stance to take right now because the intellectual ideas that are being uh, critiqued and trying to get changed right now are fascist ideals. Yeah. Fuck. So it's basically just a bunch of people that said, like, basically, we stand for free speech. Please don't cancel people. Like, that sort of shit. Yeah. I see, I see, uh, 
where was it? While we have come to expect that, okay, the free exchange of information and ideas, the lifeblood of uh, liberal society is daily becoming more constricted. While we have come to expect this from the radical right, censoriousness is also spreading more widely in our culture, an intolerance of opposing views, a vogue for public shaming and ostracism, and the tendency to dissolve complex policy issues and a blinding moral certainty. So basically, it's just... I mean, it, it is just saying, like, cancel culture's bad. Yeah. Because they, you know, they go after people that, you know, we don't always disagree with. And, like, I don't... I, cancel culture is a thing that is not fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously people can sometimes go overboard with things. But, like, cancel culture is not a movement right like cancel like people i i hate even saying cancel culture because it's just a fucking buzzword at this Mm -hmm. point that people use to defend themselves when they do something shitty or racist or sexist and people call them out on it and then say like hey you know you don't deserve to be you know prominent or successful or shit like that if this is what you believe in and they go like, ah, I can say whatever I want, free speech. You're you're just a thought Nazi. Like, meanwhile, the person saying that is an actual Nazi. I I probably should have led with this. Uh, to be clear, of the caliber of people signing off on this, uh, J.K. Rowling put her name on this <laughs> shit. So, uh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> that's so good. <laughs> that's so fucking good. <laughs> no like you guys we should be allowed to be wrong about things we know very little about and not get called out for it yeah it's just i saw a herzog in here i thought it was Werner herzog and it's it's a different herzog i'm like no um Um, and like i i guess yeah like you can say like at its most fundamental like and no one is going to say that, like, people expressing ideas in a marketplace of ideas is bad. And they're saying that, like, cancel culture is ruining that. But that's not what's happening. That's such a fucking cop-out. I'm saying, like, oh, that you you support taking down statues of confederates and telling people that they're racist when they are racist? You must hate the freedom of speech. And, like, shut the fuck up. It's it's ridiculous, and I think we are. I feel like we've also had this conversation already. You know, like it's there's a reason like we don't let Milo Yiannopoulos just like go around spouting shit anywhere now. It's because that's a platform, yeah, and. I mean, not only did he use it to, like, out-marginalize people who are in vulnerable positions, but also it's, like, g- giving harmful ideas room to be debated does not does not really debunk them. That's not really the purpose of debate. Debating is meant to, like, help people explore issues more. It's just giving people who want something hateful to believe in a place— a place to find some shit to buy into. 
And at the end of the day, it is just people saying that they think that people owe them to listen to them. Right. They're saying that if you don't like what I have to say, if you don't want to listen to me, if you disagree with me and are trying to stop me, then you are somehow creating something dangerous. When maybe they don't, they aren't owed an audience, you know? It's, I mean, like, my own Enopolis is such an extreme example, but, like, at the mm. end of the day, extreme examples are... What, what they're defending are. right now. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, if if you're Milo Enopolis, no one fucking owes you a thing. Mm. You, don't have a, you don't have a right to be rich and famous. You don't have a right for your opinions to be heard anywhere. If, if your whole basis is that you are an opinionist as a career, you know, you're a writer, you're a speaker, you're, you know, whatever. If people don't want to fucking listen to you, then that's on you, bitch. Like, <laughs> like, come on. No one owes you anything. If people want to cancel you because the opinions that you have are shit, then you did that. That's not what you are. That's what you said and did and think. Um, also, I, I don't want to drag anybody or start anything, but then again, this is an open letter with somebody's name on it. Uh, unfortunately, it looks like a, a professor from our alma mater, uh, UW-Madison, put their name on this, uh, Jennifer, uh, rather, uh, Rosenhagen, and uh, I, I don't believe I had a class of hers. I don't... Yeah, I think I technically met all of my history credits uh, going uh, before I got to UW-Madison to take a course in her department. But uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that, Professor Rather Rosenhagen, for adding that blemish to my uh, to my diploma. Yeah. American historian. Looking at her now. I'm trying to find, like, a list of her classes. I mean, I, I didn't take any, like... Of these right. types of classes uh, in college. But. They're all in the history breath. Uh, pretty general. It seems like U.S. history, Civil War, history of your parents' generation, explorations in American history, uh, ideas and culture in the 19th century, uh, the culture and intellectual history of your parents' generation. Wow. Again, oh, no, it's a little bit PDF. It's uh, just b- boomer opinions. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Now we're getting to the good stuff. History 300, Madison intellectual life. Ooh. Mm. History of American thought, American culture, public intellectuals, African-American intellectual history. That's a bold title for a class uh, being professed by a white woman. Somebody Um, who would sign off on this kind of documentation and know more than anyone why it's not a great... Whatever. (laughs) The U.S. intellectual and cultural history, U.S. intellectual and cultural history literature of the field so basically it seems like her entire career is like the politics of being smart (sighs) being an intellectual i I hate it when people label themselves as intellectuals i never met a professor that i respected that named like referred to themselves as an intellectual Mm -hmm. they refer to themselves as professors scientists um educators um researchers you know all that sort of shit 
Um, I'm, I never, like, I have heard professors call themselves intellectuals and they were like indiscriminately dicks, but yeah, damn. I, it's such a fucking highbrow. I'm better than you thing. I would, it also sounds like somebody who by all accounts is, uh, teaching about, um, American thought at, uh, not to jerk ourselves off here but one of uh the best public universities in the united a, states maybe a good college we can we can like just say okay. like this is a, this is a really good school and fair. like she i don't she i don't would, like that shit being there fair enough she would maybe know more than anybody why this moment in history is maybe not a great one to be doing this kind of both sidesism or aligning herself with jk rowling and like and and here's the thing, you know, I I'm not a conservative. I don't agree with conservative thinking or conservative intellectuals or the the illogical, in my opinion, the illogical logic that they use. But I've had conservative professors, and while most of them were assholes, I think it's important for ideas to be shared and challenged and that sort of thing. That being said, if you're a conservative intellectual, you are not owed an audience. If people are trying to end your shit, maybe it's because you're wrong. Or even, do you fucking see how it's not in your best interests to, like, let fascists get up on stage and, like, put the maybe slightly reasonable stuff that you're putting out there right next to the extreme shit? Yeah. Because, like, there's there's reasonable ideas and shit like that, but what these people are advocating for is not reasonable or right or safe or anything. Like, it is so objectively wrong, and there are very few things in the ethical field, um, I don't know what you mean, like, in philosophy, that sort of thing, that can be considered as abjectly wrong. But this is, like, (laughs) fascism is nothing to be defended or supported or anything like that. You can have a marketplace of ideas without people that are trying to fucking kill people because of who they are. Ugh. Agreed. And if you don't agree with that, the fuck you doing listening to this podcast? Get out of here. Get out of here. We have to do a clap sync anyway. Let's do a clap sync and then uh, roll the social justice program Mm. bit. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Quarantine Cast. This one was all over the place, some heavy stuff, some fun stuff, but you know, that's what that's what you're showing up for in these trying times. 
Um, if you enjoyed it, like, comment, subscribe, all the stuff you do with stuff you like on the internet. Uh, also remember to donate to the Act Blue link in the description down below. That will go to a collection of great causes and charities, uh, everything from bail funds to just general, uh, general progressive institutions that really need your support right now. Uh, we are more than a week out of Pride Month, but LGBTQ plus community still super important, still deserves to be heard and respected. Uh, same for the black community, black lives still matter. Uh, once again, support reparations, support just fucking giving Native Americans, indigenous people across the globe their fucking due because God, they're owed so much. Um, also, of course, uh, believe, believe women, believe abuse survivors. Um, yeah, that's fucking, <laughs> yeah, just do that. It's not, it's not hard. It's not contradictory to anything else to just say, oh yeah, this person is saying somebody was doing some shady shit. Great. Let's look into that. That is so fucking easy. Um, is that all of them, Andrew? I think that's all that we've gotten so far. Beautiful. I have a meeting in eight minutes, so keeping the post roll oh, little. We need, to, we need to add another one, don't we? Oh, oh shit. Okay, go for it. Um, support environmental regulation because uh, we only got one of these planets, and even if it physically survives, you won't. So fix that shit. Guys, straight up, we're not we're not going to be able to terraform Mars anytime soon, and if we do, it's probably going to be Elon Musk who's doing it. And you like, want a society started from the ground up by Elon Musk? That is somehow worse than our current society, and yeah. it was built by people who own slaves. Like, <laughs> you, Elon, yeah. okay, Elon <laughs> Musk is like an apartheid rich person's child, like. Elon Musk's family probably, like, basically owned slaves. Yep. That, <laughs> different, different way to dress it up, but that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's what was going on there. Um, Elon Musk moved away from South Africa literally months after apartheid ended and a black government was voted in. Fuck. You put it together. All right, we'll see you in the next one, guys. Goodbye, everybody.